Welcome to the Reconnecting to Joy podcast, where we inspire you to embrace a new way of being by helping you reconnect to the joy within you and the world around you. I hope today's episode helps you remember the light you are. Let's get connected. Um, we have here today with us Care. She is known as Care Clark BSN on Instagram. Is that your TikTok name as well? Yes, that's me. Okay. That's me. Thanks for having me. Of course. I'm super excited. You just radiate like such positive but calming energy. Like I literally love when I see your videos and they're like, you just talk so calmly compared to most people on there I feel like (laughs) but it's so comforting like yes I love this oh thank you thank you that that is my goal so I'm glad that that projects out (laughs) my goal is to have my my social media be a safe space for everyone I really feel like it is for sure thank you thank you um well why don't you tell everybody what what you do Yes. So my name's Care, um, short for Carolyn, but everyone calls me Care. And so it makes sense when I started my social media, I started to go by the self-care nurse. And that's my whole goal is just teaching about self-care. I went to nursing school about four years ago, and I've always been just really passionate about health and uh, women's health, self-care, and specifically a lot about hormonal acne and hair loss, which are two things that I've struggled with. So I kind of left the regular job, which is as a nurse, which is bedside nursing and took a big leap to basically start my own business and start on social media, teaching about these things. And that was that was huge. And it will be really fun to talk about it because although it was really scary, it was making those big decisions that truly changed my life and helped me find pure joy in my life. I, I wake up with this happiness every single day and I didn't used to be that way. And it's because I took those big leaps. So I'm I'm just really excited and happy that I get to do what I do. Um, I'm usually on TikTok and Instagram, but I dabble in a couple other things. And like I said, mostly talk about hormonal acne and hair loss. And that's basically what I do every single day. (laughs) It's amazing. Well, I, I don't remember the first thing I saw from you. You know, I actually think I, I found your profile from like a partnership you did. Like okay, a okay. That you did with Jasmine Ray, I think. Oh, okay, yeah. That was we didn't even partner together, but that you've been around since the beginning, and I know that you have. We've been friends forever <laughs> on Instagram. And that was in the middle of when I was going through my hair loss and my hair journey. So yeah, and it's wild how fast time goes too. <laughs> but yeah. It feels like it was yesterday. Like I feel like because if you guys don't know, Care has like a thousand, hundred thousand followers on these different 
social media platforms and it could be like feel like you're like it was like overnight like it just happened but it has been a while but it doesn't feel yeah. like it's been a while. yeah <laughs> yeah it I feel both sometimes one I feel incredibly blessed because when I jumped into doing it I was just all in pretty much from the get-go so I was starting off right away every single day. And I've stayed that way. Um, So in some ways I feel like I did get to pick up pretty quickly and make amazing relationships really quickly. And then in other ways, it's like, oh, it's been forever at the same time, but it really hasn't. (laughs) Yeah. So you said four years ago is when you left the like nine to five working world. Was that right? Not quite four years. Uh, about four years ago is when I graduated nursing school. So I graduated with my bachelor's of science in nursing um, and, and worked, dabbled in a few different nursing jobs right when I graduated. And I always knew I wanted to work in aesthetics and dermatology. So I started doing some training on that right away and worked a few different jobs. Um, I, it was during the pandemic, like right when the pandemic started, when my whole life was really shaken up, but obviously in a good way, even though it didn't feel like a good way at the moment, that's when my life was shaken up. Um, (laughs) Even though it felt really hard in the moment, it was so good for me because it made me look at my things in my life that I wasn't liking. It made me look at my pain and my shame and made me jump off these cliffs. And because of that, like my whole life changed and I really found my passion basically. So even though things can be hard, like I always look back at my life at the hard things I've gone through and something magical has always come through it, whether that was me learning something new about myself or empowering myself in a different way. So it, it was during the pandemic, I, uh, one, I got laid off from my aesthetic job. And then after that, I started working in a rehab center. So this was like right when COVID happened and beyond the stress of all the COVID happening in the healthcare space, it was an extremely toxic environment. You know, when you have that fight or flight feeling. Hopefully we don't experience this very often, but it's that constant heart racing and just feeling so out of your body and so stressed. I would go to work every single day. I would feel it right when I got to work and I would have that feeling all day long. And even when I got home from work. So I was constantly in this incredibly fearful state. And then it started affecting my physical health as well. So all that happened um, around this time, I started looking into some of my mental health things and started listening to my intuition more and more and started doing shadow work and inner child work. And as I was doing that, I felt this self-worth of mine start to raise. And I started having these intuitive pings come to me of things that I've never even considered doing. 
And it's, it's through listening my, to my intuition. When I had the realization, I need to be doing something creative. And I started my social media accounts. And I think it was like the third video I ever made went viral in like a couple hours or something, you know, virality comes and go, but comes and goes. But to me, it was really listening to myself and listening to these ideas that I had and these creative ideas that gave me momentum to figure out what my passion was. I love that. And I really do feel like your posts are so creative. I really feel like you don't post like anybody else. Like maybe (sighs) else you do like trends or something, but it's always your own twist. I like, I literally always love watching your stuff. It's always like funny or relatable or super helpful or (sighs) all of them. (laughs) Thank you. That's so sweet. It's funny because, you know, I have this nursing side of me, right? The Western medicine, scientific nursing side, which, which I do love, but I also have this other side of me that's more holistic, more free thinking. And it's these two sides of me together that have really made a big difference in solving the issues in my life. So I try to relay that in my content. So I'm glad that you see it. I can notice that a lot. Yes, I feel it's very clean. I can't even, I actually, I send your posts to people all the time. You just did like um, what you should do before your wedding. And my sister-in-law yeah. was like getting ready for her, her wedding. And I was like, do this, follow these steps. She's oh my, God. Everything. Like, <laughs> my sister has hormonal acne. I was like, go follow yes. her. You need- <laughs> that makes me so happy. That makes me so happy. Yeah, no, I save your stuff all the time. Thank you. Your Thank stuff you. is so helpful. So if anybody is struggling with anything, skin, hair, and you can always life, message me. Just follow care. <laughs> Thank you. For sure. Um, so I'm curious as to like how active you were on social media before you started doing it um, for self-care things. Mm, I I mean, I've always loved social media, but I've had a personal Instagram that I posted, but nothing ever, you know, education wise, it was just posting pretty pictures. So when I decided to start doing this, I started my TikTok and my Instagram business account at the same time and didn't really know what I was doing. (laughs) I didn't, but when I realized this is what I was supposed to do, uh, rather than overthinking everything and trying to make things perfect, I just realized I had to jump in and learn on the way. Yeah. So you said when you realized that mm-hmm. it was what you're supposed to do, was it mm-hmm. that third viral video that you were like, wow, I'm supposed to keep doing this? Or was it a different moment for you? I mean, going viral was fun for sure. But I think it really hit me when I found this opportunity for my dream life coming to me while also realizing I was helping so many people. And that's, that's truly been the purpose of my life. And that's why I went to nursing school too, was to take care of people and to help people and realizing that I could combine this dream life with all my passions, with helping people and not just helping people, but helping more people than I would ever even imagine. 
it, it was just, it was truly a no brainer. And I'm a very spiritual person as well. And I just knew in my heart, like God helped me get to this realization that, yep, this is it. This is your calling and to start it. And so I just trusted, I trusted, and I'm really, really glad that I did and that I did listen and did trust. That's amazing. I'm also glad. Yeah. <laughs> um, my skin is ACO for sure. Yeah. I mean, your skin's stunning. <laughs> Thank you. It's thanks to you. So um, I know a lot of people talk about intuition and mm. like that feeling of knowing and I feel like it can be really frustrating for people that haven't felt that yet. Yeah. And even I, I'm very like, I have ADHD. I'm a seven. I'm a Sagittarius. Like I do not like to commit. You're a Sagittarius. Oh, I love you. (laughs) Um, I just want to venture all the time. I want something new. So it can Mm -hmm. be very hard for me personally. And I know other people struggle with this too, to be like, okay, yeah, like this is what I'm hearing. I should keep doing this. Right. Um, Cause I'll feel it for a little bit. And then as soon as I get bored, I can just, just yeah. kidding. Okay. I guess that wasn't it. So for how sure. do, you, do you ever feel bored? And like, how would you describe that intuition of knowing you should keep going with it? Yeah. I, I definitely think that everyone feels intuition differently. For me, I, usually feel it in my gut and I have little thoughts that just pop into my mind that um, it's possible to ignore them, but they're almost kind of random and just pop into my mind, like a little angel put them there. That's what I think of it. And it can take some time to try to figure out how you do feel and how you hear your intuition. So in order to find that, at least for me, what it comes down to is one meditating and clearing out all the noise. So for example, um, with social media, I'm constantly having to come up with new ideas and those do come naturally to me. But if I notice all of a sudden, hmm, like I'm feeling kind of stagnant, I'm feeling kind of bored. I'm not I haven't had any ideas for a while. I look at my behavior and I realized, oh, like I have not meditated. I have been scrolling on my phone constantly. I have not journaled. So it's all going back to those things, journaling and meditation specifically for me, even just sitting with myself and doing breath work, like things it's really crazy. You know, everyone talks about meditation, like, Oh, I don't know if it'll help. It it really, really does. And I recommend everyone trying it. And I know that feeling of what you said, if thought comes to you and it's easy to ignore it. Sometimes what I do, I, I have gotten to the point where I've had enough of those thoughts where good things have come from listening. So I try to act on those intuitive pings as much as possible. And what I'll do is when I have those intuitive pings, I'll write it down in my journal and I can go back and look at the trend to see what happened from that intuitive ping. And that gives you so much confidence and just surety like, okay, yes, this is, that was 
a clue that was my intuition and this helped me in this way. So that's my advice for that. I love that. I like got goosebumps when I was like, that's such a good idea. You write it down and then see what happens. Yeah. And it's so fun looking back in your journal and saying, oh my gosh, this came from that. And you would have never, ever guessed because a lot of times they, they seem so random, you know, it's like, huh, why, why would I think that? But you have to trust yourself and you have to trust them. Okay. Has your intuition ever led to something not bad, but like maybe not what you were expecting? Hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, let me see if I can think of one. Um, one time, I think it, it was a couple years back. I was starting to work. I was trying to find a social media manager. And if one doesn't know what that is, basically it's someone you work with who has connections with brands and helps you with legalities and contracts. And I felt like that was the next step in my career. And I had been working with someone um, and, and this person was fine, but they, I wasn't seeing the progress that I was wanting. And they eventually came to me and said, Hey, like, I'm sorry, I'm no longer taking on any influencers. Uh, I'm, I'm mostly focusing on brand shoots and campaigns. So I'm going to have to let you go. And I think in the past, part of me would have spiraled at that. And part of me would have gone, am I not good enough? Am I not likable enough? Is she letting me go because, you know, something's wrong with me, et cetera. But at this point I had practiced following my intuition and strengthening myself work to a point where I did have the knowing that, Hmm, okay. Like I'm being let go for a reason, you know, and something is coming. I just, I felt like something was coming and literally it was two months later, the management agency that I had watched my favorite influencers work with, like from even before I started TikTok, they were bringing on new influencers and I reached out to them and I was able to work with them. And it's just been probably the biggest career jump and goal that I've hit so far. So I don't know if that's an exactly like following an intuition, but I followed my intuition in that way, knowing like I wasn't spiraling and I just had trust and surrender that something was coming for me because I kept listening to my intuition. I kept taking action the ways that I knew I needed to. So yeah, that was really amazing. I love that. I feel like we talked about that a little bit, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, when you first made that transition to them, you were really excited about it. So I'm yeah. You. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Um, so I'm curious. It sounds like you really like to be, you know, helping people and creative. And you talked a little bit about um this opportunity for your dream life kind mm-hmm. of like flash before you. So I just kind of want to know like what is your dream life that you decided to commit to? My dream life is kind of something that I never really thought was plausible 
just because the way I was raised was that you choose something to do and you stick with that for the rest of your life. And deep down, I've always wanted a life with a lot of freedom. I love traveling and, uh, you know, this is all the secret desires of my heart. Like I, I secretly long to be traveling and to be my own boss. Um, I, I'm a tourist, so I've always loved luxury. <laughs> so I've always um, wanted to have beautiful things and experience beautiful things and travel and also be a creative person. I've, I've always been a creative person, but along the way, you know, as you grow up, you experience pain and shame and those opportunities for creativity dwindled within me. So that little piece of me, that was so something that made me, me, it it slowly went away and went away. And, um, again, I never really thought that was possible. And I don't know when it hit me that it was possible, but I think it, and I don't think it was one exact time. I think it was slowly and surely looking at those parts of myself where that I was embarrassed about and accepting those desires of, you know, the the things that I weren't possible and challenging them, challenging them being like, why can't, why can't I have this? It, am I, do I feel like I need to live this way out of ego or because someone told me to, and that's the way life is, you know, everyone, I think it's really still well known that your job can't be your joy. You know, what you do every day, it's just something you have to suck up. So I I realized, oh my gosh, I could do this every single day for the rest of my life. And it doesn't feel like work. It feels light and feels happy. And it gives me energy. It gives me excitement in my day. So yeah, that's, that's my dream life. And it's not like I have a perfect life and it's not like every day is perfect and every day is happy, but because I really challenged those beliefs and took action to get there a little bit on the way, I felt deserving of it and feeling deserving of it meant that it was possible for me to have it. I think everyone deserves that too. Yes, self-worth is huge. Yeah. So yeah. I like have so many questions that come up. <laughs> I might ask you a question. It's like a tree and I'll never get through all of them. So I'm like, which one of these two? We talk forever. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> so for those of us who are still like learning how to follow our joy. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm wondering if there's anything about being the self-care nurse that mm-hmm. you don't enjoy or is it like you really, you really do enjoy all of it? Yeah. I would say 99%. I love it. Maybe like the, the most minuscule 1%, the things that I struggle with. Um, it's hard being on social media because all your numbers and all your analytics are like right there and you see it and you're exposed to it every single day. So sometimes I struggle with 
comparison or it's hard when you work for yourself, especially if you're a very motivated person. I feel like, am I doing enough? You know, like, was this not good enough? You have to, you know, you have those thoughts that come in to your head. So that's, that's probably the one single thing, the one single thing yet. Like I said, you know, and my secret dream life, my secret dream life was to be able to work for myself and have a creative job and have freedom and be able to help so many people. So that one minuscule thing, even though that's not fun sometimes, it's not even a thought, you you know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah, yeah, that's hard, but I just feel so grateful to be able to do this. So even though that's hard, it's just, I'm going to keep going because it is my joy. Okay. Um, and then when you talked about that, you have, you know, a knack for the luxury, mm-hmm. um, what, is there any specific like luxurious purchase or experience that you're like working towards or looking mm. forward to right now? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so many. I, I, I love to travel. I love to travel and I love experiencing new cultures and new places. So that's a big one. Um, I'm hoping to go to Europe next year. Hopefully, hopefully travel is usually always number one on my list. And the next one beyond that, because I've moved so much recently, I would like to have a home that's just my true safe place. and to be able to decorate it with beautiful things and make it, since I work from home, I I want it to be like a great inspiring workplace, but also just a true, true home. You know, I've never, maybe since uh, growing up, I've never had a stationary place that was just totally mine. And I think it would be so much fun to create a space that's totally mine. So those are the two top things I think. Do you know what country you want to go to? There's like five. There's like five. And <laughs> I can relate. I can. Ideally, I would be able to go all summer, but that's not reasonable. That's not reasonable. I think Italy. Italy is number one. Um, and yeah, if I could just, you know, hit everyone on my list, that'd be amazing. But that won't happen. That won't, but that's okay because I can go back. (laughs) I have to keep reminding myself that. That is so hard. That is really hard. I, you shouldn't talk to me because I'm like, that, what do you mean? One summer? That's so reasonable. (laughs) Sagittarius vibes. Yes. (laughs) No, I relate a lot. That's all I want to do is is travel, travel, travel. Yes. we wintered in Florida last winter, but we're not this winter. Uh, so I'm, like, I'm just thinking you're like one summer. I'm like, that's the same as wintering somewhere. You're I fine. Know, <laughs> I know. I know. It, it's funny because my, my husband loves to travel, but um, he's the type of person where he he can enjoy traveling to a point and then he wants to get back and start working and hustling again. So I'm usually the one that has to convince him to go somewhere, even though he's a Sagittarius, I have to convince him, but then he always ends up having an even better time than me. So I always have to (laughs) remind him of that. 
That's funny. That's interesting. I used to be a very, very like, I wanted to move to New York. Mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. right now. I didn't move here though. <laughs> but you're there. Uh, uh, climb the corporate ladder. I'm going to be the CEO yes. of any company. I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. And then I interned in Chicago for a semester and I was like, I hate city life. I guess. <laughs> yeah that's my theory you're either like a really big city person or you're not you're you're like a Hawaii beach person it's it's either or or somewhere in the middle I guess yes you were talking about like being on social media with one the metrics but also you mentioned earlier like when you're not feeling like your highest most creative self Mm -hmm. um you've been scrolling a lot Mm -hmm. and so I personally struggle with like, why am I going on social media to talk to people when I don't feel like being on social media is the best thing, but also how can I tell these people who are on social media to get off social media? Right. If I'm not on social media. Right, right. um, Obviously you probably have a pretty good balance of showing up on there, creating those relationships with the people in that community. but also taking the right amount of time to do those things and not like spending your whole day there. Can you talk about your philosophy behind that and maybe like what your routine with it looks like? Yeah, this has definitely been a learning process and I'm still not perfect at it, but um, have you heard of human design, Kels? I have, but I, I would like to hear more. Okay. Well, um, yeah, I definitely want to hear yours. So after this, I want to hear what you are. Human design is kind of like astrology, but it's a little bit different. And I'm a manifesting generator in human design. And that basically means when I'm doing something that I love, I get more and more energy from doing it. So when I first started, I was literally on social media from the start of my day to the very end. And I'm already not that good of a sleeper, but if I'm, if I'm on social media past 9 PM, even if it's just like 9, 10, I won't be able to fall asleep for hours just because a, I'm sure the blue light and B, I, you know, I'm responding to people and I have all these ideas turning in my head and all this content, you know, going into my brain. So I have to be, and I try to be really strict about the boundaries, but I'm not perfect. One thing I for sure do, I don't look at my phone in the morning until I've done all my basic things. So I don't look at my phone when I wake up until I've gone on my morning walk and I don't go on Instagram and TikTok until I finish breakfast and I read a little bit and, you know, do my morning self-care things. And I try to do the same at night and that helps a lot. Uh, Again, I'm not perfect, but Um, the mindset shift that helped me with that is I need to put myself first in order to be able to give the most and to be the most successful. So if I'm waking up and I'm automatically, you know, going on social media, I'm not putting myself first. So I, I try to do that. And then I also am able to, like I said earlier, I get more ideas when I'm not scrolling. So I also try to do the mindset shift with that. Like I'm more successful when I take more breaks and more ideas come to me when I have those boundaries. So those are my, 
my tips that I'm not perfect at, but I try. I'm like dying because I feel like we're the same person. <laughs> really? I go on a morning walk every day. Even today, I, up, I was like, I just feel in my body. I'm like, I have to get outside. I have to. It's non-negotiable. I feel the same way. Like when I need to work out too, yes. I can tell which one it is. Yes. That I need, but every morning I have to get outside. First thing yes. I for walk, I walk around our apartment complex in my robe. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's amazing. Yeah. We're the same. Do you, are you a bad sleeper at all? Do you struggle with sleeping? I do sometimes. Um, Same thing. If I'm on my phone for a long time, I won't fall asleep. Yeah. Uh, but usually, honestly, I can clonk out pretty good. I'm either That's clonk good. through the night or I don't sleep that night. There's That's no like good. in between. That's good. I've my main motivators for my walk in the morning, and then I also do one at night. Is that it's really amazing for your circadian rhythm. So I'm the same. It's a non-negotiable. It's and it helps you wake up in the morning too. It's amazing. It does. It definitely puts my brain in a better place. Yes. We have dogs. Me and my fiance have dogs. Uh huh. Uh huh. He does their morning walks, so I can enjoy my. Yeah. Oh, that's really sweet. By myself. By myself. I'm like, this is like, I don't need a dog yanking my arm off. Yes. Like, that's your you time. That's your you time. That's how I feel because sometimes. Um, my husband will want to come with me or one of my friends will want to come with me and like, huh, okay. But I kind of just want to walk by myself <laughs> or like, don't talk to me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes he says, well, I'll walk the dogs, but like, we can just walk by you. I'm like, it's the, even if they're pulling your arm off, like while we're walking, yeah. it's like, no, I can't. Yeah, it's not it. the same. It's not the same. <laughs> it doesn't have to be by yourself. Absolutely. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so how much time would you say you spend on social media every day? Mm, on average? A lot, a lot since yeah. it's my job. I, I try not to scroll very much during the day, but I do, I, I'm posting every single day. So I, I would say on average in between like 11 a.m., to 6 p.m. and then I have dinner and then I might do a few more things after dinner. So it's quite a lot. I'm hoping that maybe in the future I can tone things down a little bit, but I'm on it a lot. It's not that great. <laughs> I feel like if it works for you though, and you show up on there in such a yeah authentic, like I never get, you do fun things and it, and it looks fun, but I never get this like I'm being flashy or, um, like this is how cool my life is like right. vibes from anything that you post. Um, kind of healthy. That, that's just not me. I, it's hard to, when you're on social media, because you see all these really aesthetic and gorgeous and beautiful and luxurious creators and, I'm in the beauty industry. Like beauty means a lot to me, but my life is not glamorous. It's not. So I just try to be as real as possible. And I try not, I don't use filters on my skin. I just try to be me. And yeah, sometimes I wish though that I was more aesthetic, (laughs) but I'm not, but I'm glad that it 
comes out as just being fresh and real because that's what I try to be. I feel like there is an aesthetic though. Like even when you scroll, I feel like, like if you go to your, um, your profile and you see like your grid, I do feel like there's definitely an aesthetic there. It's just, no, (laughs) I think so. I think you do it without trying. You're so nice. You're so nice. I used to plan everything. I used to plan every cover and real cover to a T and I've let that go. I've let that go. I show up every day, but I've let it go because when I was doing that, I was trying to force everything and be so nitpicky and being a perfectionist. And when I find I'm doing that, I, it's just not reasonable to keep it up in the long run. And it's usually for me, the opposite is the medicine. So when I'm being a perfectionist and I have a goal for something, it's usually when I just surrender and let it go, that things start coming to me. Yeah. So we heard a lot about your story to following joy, which is super inspirational. What would you say to somebody who maybe doesn't know what Mm -hmm. their joy is and is like trying to find their joy right now? I love this question. I love this question. Um, I have a few tips on this. I would say, and I tell this to my friends, what are the things that you think about constantly on your own free time? What are the things that you're researching, the things that really interest you? What are you Googling? Uh, What are the things that your friends come to you and ask for advice for? What are the things that come easy to you, but they're harder for other people to understand? those are little clues. Those are little clues of what your gifts are and what your magic is. And, um, I also, along with that, I I try to encourage everyone to follow their creative passions. And I know not everyone is creative in the same way, but I do think everyone has a spark of creativity in them. And I've just seen amazing things happen when you follow that. For example, um, one of my really best friends, it was just a few years ago. Um, she was getting back into her art and she's an amazing artist, but she let that go for a long time. And she was just starting with doodles and fun paintings. And I remember seeing all of them and just being like, keep going with this. Like, these are amazing. Keep going. And just a couple years later, she's now, an incredible self-taught tattoo artist. And she, I'm sure had no idea that she would end up where she is now. Just like I had no idea I would end up where I am now. Uh, It's kind of funny. There's a funny story when I first started um, my social media accounts and starting like cultivating my creativity again, my mom called me and she was telling me, she thinks what I'm doing is so perfect for me. I was like, what do you mean? You know, I'm just making videos and posting them. And she was saying, when you were a little girl, like you would make music videos and make movies and force your friends to be in them. And you would spend hours editing them and writing stories and making funny things. And as I got older, you know, she saw that side of me 
kind of be pushed to the back burner. So from my mom's perspective, it was so interesting to hear from her. I embracing my creativity again was basically a probably healing my inner child, but B like it, it just made so much sense. I was, I've been doing it since I was little and it just came naturally. So I think those two things together, following your creativity and start journaling, start looking into the things, like I said, that come easy to you, that you get excited about. It's always the things that make you excited. And like I said, the things that the way you secretly wish you could do it, those are the keys. Those are the clues. And that's how you start learning about your intuition too. So that's the summary of the advice I'd give. I love that. I think there's something so important about going back to the things you enjoyed as a kid, even if you don't do it as a career and like, yes. you're not, you're not out making movies or being a singer or right. music videos, but there is that aspect of it. And I, a year ago, I started taking voice lessons uh-huh. I was like prior through high school and all of that. And, um, my family could never really afford voice lessons. And then I just uh-huh. was like, I'm an adult now. Like I can just buy myself voice lessons for no oh. reason. So I did and it. I don't want to do anything with singing professionally. I know that. And it's not yeah. because I'm scared. It's just because I just don't. I just want to be a good singer. But right. doing that, like investing in myself just purely because yes. it's something I enjoy definitely raised like my self-worth singing in itself, even just in front of a voice instructor has helped me gain confidence. Like, oh, just doing oh, those things. I think. <laughs> it's so important. I feel like to, to overall reconnecting. Yes. To, um, to your true self, your highest self. Like yeah. they say when we're little, we're, you know, our most unfiltered, we haven't experienced the world as much yet. So exactly. Exactly. And it's so interesting to look at the things like our gifts, the things that come to us naturally, like they were given to us for a reason, I think. And amazing things happen when we go back to them. I agree. How far back did you, or do you remember being interested in skincare and hair care? Mm pretty young. I I started struggling with acne. Even though I've always loved everything beauty, I started struggling with really intense hormonal acne. I think when I was in sixth grade and I think it's my lot in life to, when I go through something hard, I like put everything I do to research it and I'm able to help other people. So I totally think it was for a reason that I experienced acne. So I was pretty young and I've been, you know, it took me a long, long time to figure out the ins and outs of hormonal acne, but yeah, I was pretty young, pretty young. It's interesting. I love this like mix of like a hardship that you kind of overcame plus like your childhood interest, like yeah I feel like it's like so pre-planned, but like we did not plan this. I know, I know. It really is. It's very telling, I feel like. It's crazy. And when I started experiencing hair loss, that was right during the pandemic. And that was right when I had started Care Clerk BSN. And that was right when I was going through all those hard things. 
And there's a part of me that would totally more naturally not want to talk about it and hide from it and keep it a secret because I'm embarrassed about it. But again, just something told me like, this is time to out this and out this shadowy part and doing so I've been able to help so many people. And it's also sharing and being vulnerable when those shadowy parts that affect us so much, when we put it out there and no longer has the power to affect you. So although it was still hard, that was the true start. I think to my healing journey from hair loss was sharing about it. Yeah. You say that you were embarrassed and, and I feel like, I mean, I'm very attached to my hair. I have a lot of hair. So I feel like I was to go through something like that. I would feel the same way. Right. There's always something you can do. Yeah. Always. If you go to my account, you can still find the stories where I'm bawling about it. And I never thought I'd be the one to post like really down in the depths, crying on the bathroom floor stories, but I'm really glad. I'm really glad that I did. And they're still up there because I know maybe someone will be going through the same exact thing and they can see that and know that they're not alone. And that's, that's the whole point. That's the whole point of what I do. I think. Yeah, I love that. So I have another question I wanted to ask. Yay. <laughs> um, are there any like callings or projects, your other ones that you're pursuing or that you have that you kind of like just have set on the back burner right now? Yes, I do. I do. Um, the top two. Right now I'm working on my hair loss course, which will be out soon. So if anyone's struggling with hair loss, that'll be available soon. Um, Another topic that I get a lot of questions about, and I have felt the ping like, "Hmm, this would be a good idea to make is creating a course or a piece of work to help people who are wanting to get off birth control. Um, A lot of times when you stop the pill when you, when you, once you've made that decision, your body has to adjust a lot and your hormones go crazy. And again, that's one thing that I went through and know the ins and outs of. So I've thought about that. The other one that's more fun is that along with creating videos and doing all these funny editing things when I was younger, I've always been a writer and I've always wanted to write a book. That's definitely on my list. And that's on the back burner. That's on the back burner for now. I think I'd like to get serious about that in a few years. It's a little bit hard because um, maybe you can relate to this in a way. With writing, I have to be in a really feminine energy mindset. And my mind has to be really clear. And it's kind of like a slower pace. Whereas right now I have so many work goals for Care Clark BSN. It's like very masculine energy, working a lot, grinding a lot. So maybe in a few years, maybe um, I I can look into that more. It's definitely something that I really want to do. So who knows? Who knows? What you, so if you follow Care, you know that she always has all the book recs <laughs> and yeah. memes on, yes. 
on her stories. So I need to know, because you share a lot of um, fiction books, do you want to write a fiction book? Or are you thinking more um, of a nonfiction book? Oh, whatever I write, it's definitely going to be fiction and it's definitely going to be romance. Definitely, definitely. And I, it's funny, I have so many um, story ideas and so many drafts that I've just started and they're they're all on my computer. And I've made a joke once, like if if I die, someone has to go and take my computer and delete all of them because <laughs> I, I can't let them see the light of day until they're perfected. But yes, 100%. It will be a romance. There's no way it wouldn't be. I'm too much of a hopeless romantic. <laughs> I love that. I'm very happy you said that. I was like, please write us in a romance. Yeah, it will be coming. I, I won't say that's going to be amazing, but one day I will write one. So put it on my list and don't let me forget it. Don't let me not listen to my intuition. Okay. <laughs> Oh, I will message you about it. I am that person. I am the friend. I tell all of my friends, I'm like, you, do you want me to text you about this next week and see if you did it? They're like, shut up, Kelsey. No, it's not that serious. I'm okay. like, all right. No, okay, good. I need you to do that. I need you to do uh, it. I'll give you, I'll give you two years. Okay, okay, <laughs> fine. So is there, are there any like, like how I do my singing just for fun? Do you have any little things that you do regularly just for fun? Yes. I, I have my non-negotiables that I make sure to do every day. I'm always going outside and walking. Um, I do Pilates or yoga every day. I'm always reading every day. Um, I'm a big music person. So I love dancing. I love singing. I love going to concerts. Uh, what else? What else? Ooh, I really love vintage shopping and going to thrift stores and exploring anything with beautiful old things. I'm obsessed. Yeah, I some things I make sure to do every single day, though, like my reading, like my walking, knowing that they really make me happy. And I, I think joy and happiness is different. I think joy is having that underlying uh, soul purpose, knowing that you're fulfilling your purpose. But I think happiness a lot of times is something that you choose. So those are my non-negotiables, knowing that they bring me so much happiness. I don't go a day without it. Oh, and also my skincare routines, obviously. And even (laughs) better if I could spend like a half hour in the bathroom every night listening to music and doing my skincare routine during... (laughs) yes every day when I come home from work the first thing I do is my whole skincare routine with the puffy headband and everything oh, I'm and so proud of you pajamas and I'm like oh it feels so good I'm so proud of you and that's a really good hack you can do your nighttime routine as soon as you get home before you get really tired do it when you get home from work right when you get home from work so you don't get lazy and you don't get tired Yes, I have a friend, one of my best friends, her name is Kelsey as well. She says, um, that's a problem for future Kelsey. Because I'm going to deal with it right now. And so I always just think, um, like, future Kelsey is really going to love right now, Kelsey. Oh my gosh, I love that. 
Cause I'm not going to feel like doing it later. <laughs> That's so cute. And yeah, the hard thing is like, once you're committed, if, which means if you're going out with friends and you get home at 2 AM, you're still going to do it. I just went to a bachelorette party, uh-huh. and, you know, using the jade roller doing the whole thing. And they're like, Kelsey, what do you do for this? Kelsey, what about you? What about my hair? I'm having this. I'm like, <gasps> bam, 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 bam. And they're like, why do you know everything? I'm like, Cause I follow. Oh, <laughs> I'm not even joking. They think I'm a self care queen, but really, Kels, I, I, you, I mean, if you ever wanted to start a social media account, you would know your stuff. If you wanted to get in the beauty industry, oh, that's okay. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, um, I actually, you probably saw in my questions list. Yes, yes. Um, questions about like where you live because I am also obsessed with travel. So I want to yeah. live vicariously through you wherever you live. Oh. <laughs> Mine is really toxic because I'm like, I don't want to visit places. I want to live there and like mm, be, mm. be the, the person that lives there and experience that yeah. life. When but you, you live, you can't, live. if you love it, you can't help but just imagine yourself living there for sure. For sure. Oh, it's so funny. So um, my question is, what, what do you like about where you live? Where, where do you live? You can go as specific as you want. Okay. Um, and what do like, I like, what about it? like to live there? What do you like about it? What do you not like about it? Give us the pros and cons. Okay. I've had an interesting living situation for the past four years because my, with my husband's work, we've had to move twice a year for the past four years or yeah, four years. So it's been wild. We've had to live pretty minimally. And, but the cool thing is like you, we are a bit of travel junkies and we love to experience new places. So I've got to live in some pretty fun places. Most frequently, Um, In the summer, we've lived in Virginia Beach, and during the winter, we live in the Salt Lake area. So uh, Virginia Beach, Virginia Beach is really amazing. I moved to Virginia Beach really knowing nothing about it, but just had the most amazing experience. Virginia was so good to us. I fell in love with the East Coast. I've always liked the East coast because my mom's family is from North Carolina and it just has this really special, um, hospitable, gorgeous feel. And the tourists in me loves all the green and the huge trees and be next to the beach. So it's funny because I, I knew no one out there yet. I felt so at home and I felt so at peace there. Um, Utah, I don't have that same contentment, but Utah is so incredibly beautiful. I'm a big nature girl, obviously. And the nature here is just unmatchable. There's so many beautiful places here. And I do have a lot of friends and family here. So I've kind of gotten the best of both worlds living in two different places. Uh, However, I am getting really, really excited to not move twice a year anymore. (laughs) I think I've hit my limit and I'm really craving a home base. And like I said, just a place that I can make my own. I I think I'll always be that free spirit and always want to travel. Um, 
but yeah, I, I'm hoping we can move and move somewhere for good. So that'll hopefully be next year or so. And I'll have to, have to keep you posted. Who knows what'll happen? And part of me just wants to know, but there's a lot of unknown, but it'll be exciting. It'll be exciting. Yeah. I'm excited to see where you end up. Me too. Is it kind of all over the place or do you have it narrowed down at all? We have it narrowed down to a few places. Um, yeah. And I, since I can work anywhere, it really depends on my husband's job, which which is nice because I, I do think wherever we live, I have to keep reminding myself, I can be happy anywhere. I really can. Even if we had to move in the middle of nowhere, I could still choose to be happy, but ideally I would love to live on the beach in North Carolina in a little cute Victorian house. And not to say that won't happen. It's probably less likely, but (laughs) no, we are going to manifest it. (laughs) Okay. Thank you. Yeah. It's cute. I'll just be really excited to have a home base and make a home make a home. So I'll have to keep you posted when I find out. I'm excited for you. I feel like moving twice a year is like my dream life. Uh-huh. That's okay. I understand owning a home base. It's okay. Yeah. And I have, I have liked moving twice a year, but um, I, I think since I work from home now, uh, you know, we really haven't invested in furniture that we usually live in like um, just wherever we can find a place to live. And since we're not there for very long, it's like, oh, right when we get settled, we have to leave again. But yeah, I get it. That's the Sagittarius in you, I think. <laughs> it is. It's a curse. Always down for an adventure. Yes. If I'm yes. not adventuring. Y'all are so cute. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Well, I guess I just, I have usually was going to end with like, how would you, what would you say to somebody who mm-hmm. um, is starting their path to joy or how would you define like reconnecting to your joy? But I feel like you've answered all of those already. Yeah. Um, so maybe just like any final message that you want to just put out into the world would be a good night to end. If I could just give a message to everyone, um, my message that I share with my friends and my family is that especially us as women, like the things that we desire, you are so worthy of it. Like just because you are, period. I grew up in a religious community and I used to really believe that what I did is what I deserved was dependent on, you know, maybe staying true to beliefs that although they didn't feel great to me, I felt like I had to, and there was no other way. And through my own journey to joy, I've discovered that's so not the case. And you are so inherently, inherently powerful, so much more powerful than you would ever expect. And you are so worthy and deserving of everything you desire and all the things that you desire, they're given to you for a reason. To me, that means you're supposed to have them and you can have them. 
And I wish I knew that sooner. So I just want to tell everyone that as well. You are worthy of whatever you want and don't let anyone tell you, you can't have it period. <laughs> that's what I, that's what I think I'd say. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk. It was literally so fun and amazing. I know. Um, Kels, this was so much fun. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, tell everybody where they can follow you. Um, if you don't know, she, do you still do your skincare guides? Can you still get those? Yes. There are skincare guides on my website. I'll be updating my website soon. Um, so just message me if you need them. And I also have my hormonal acne course you can find on my accounts and soon will be the hair loss online course coming. It's called hair growth goddess. So that'll be out soon. And you can find me at care Clark BSN on TikTok and Instagram. And my website is careclarkbsn.com. Thank you so much for listening to the Reconnecting to Joy podcast today. I really hope it inspired you to embrace a more fun, focused way of being. Uh, If you know me, you know that I love just having fun 24-7 and it's something that I really want to share with other people. So if you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a review and share this with all of your friends so that they can start reconnecting to their joy too. I'll see you next week.